let's talk about Veeam for developers or VIM for uh, developers. So developers among their tools have uh, two like uh, extreme editors for them to use. One extreme is the IDEs where uh, IntelliJ and Visual Studio Code are uh, the ones which are uh, mostly used. And on the other extreme, there are the plain text uh, like uh, editors like uh, Sublime, TextPad and uh, Notepad++. And this even uh, increases the majority of our question of when should be, if at all, should we be using uh, VIM and uh, whether it could help us or distract us. I will start with the final answer and then I will go into details and into actual tips about uh, using uh, Vim such as how to navigate uh, files, how to uh, find files, how to find the uh, keywords in uh, Vim and uh, additional tips for developers specifically for VIM. My bottom line is this, you should use definitely uh, use Vim as a keybinding plugin for both IntelliJ and Visual Studio Code because it simply, uh, not because it will make you faster, it will not make you faster, but simply because it will reduce the overhead in a few days of thinking about uh, moving from the keyboard to the mouse and clicking uh, different keyboards and looking for stuff. You would simply be able to get much more done with the keyboard. And I'm not talking only about navigation from left to right and right to left, but advanced things. And eventually you won't think about them. So this would reduce, reduce the amount of thinking that you're doing and allow you to focus better on the product and the task and less about the technicalities of how do I delete a whole function, for example. If you want to delete a whole function, then with a Vim, you can just type a few keystrokes and get it done. Or, or when you're inside a, a word or a, inside a phrase and you want to delete it or to change it, then with a few keystrokes, you can get it done. So eventually you won't think about it and you would be able to focus then on the code itself, on the product itself. So I don't say that it will make you faster. I'm only saying that it would enable you to focus on the, on the important things more than on how to get things done. And so the main usages for VIM for developers is as plugins, simply as plugins into IntelliJ and Visual Studio Code. And then the next uh, main usage, uh, most frequently usage for developers in uh, Vim is simply when you SSH into a server, then you won't have the uh, IntelliJ or Visual Studio Code, but you will surely have the V or uh, VIM. And so if you know this tool, you'd be able also to get things done quicker in this uh, server. So I find it useful uh, for these two main two use cases and also for another third use case, I would say. The third use case is, let's say you are cloning a code base and you don't really want to import it into IntelliJ because you don't really plan to work on it. You you just want to scan it to search for things. So you cloned it locally and instead of 
importing it to IntelliJ, waiting for IntelliJ to index all the files, and it would have errors because it would, would not identify the JDK, and then you need to configure it, and so and so and so. So instead of this, uh, what I would suggest is that instead of the, using the regular tools of Sublime, uh, TextPad, Notepad++, you just open uh, VAM, And you could navigate through keyboards, just like the Control H uh, show hierarchy in TJ, you could navigate through uh, keywords, you could search for files, you would have color syntax, and this would give you a great editor. Also for projects that you already have, if you want to do a quick change and just run uh, the build, Vim could also serve you. So it has three purposes, I think, for developers. One, It's a key bindings plugin for IntelliJ and Visual Studio Code. Second, for the uh, editor of choice in remote uh, servers. And uh, third, it's an uh, editor for editing code bases which are not used for the long term. So I want to add uh, now that I don't think Vim should replace your IDE. I have tried it and many people have tried it and they've gone back. It will only waste your time. I don't think it's intended for it. You would need to install a ton of plugins like if you want it to behave like an IDE and you are changing its like purpose. It would be, it would get slower. So if it's slower, what's the purpose of using Vim? You want something fast. So I would stray away from trying to use Vim as a development environment. you would waste uh, time trying to tweak it to behave like IntelliJ. So you already have IntelliJ, no need to tweak VIM to behave like IntelliJ. Use the powerful stuff that you have in Vim and use the powerful stuff that you have in IntelliJ slash Visual Studio Code, each for its own purpose. So there is a great lecture on the net, which is called Vim uh, without plugins. And uh, I think it has summed up a few concepts which are uh, excellent for uh, developers. So if you have found yourself opening Vim on a file, Vim uh, space file name, and then you want to load another file, if you found yourself like I found myself exiting Vim and then Vim the other file, then It solves it. So first it's saying that uh, we don't really need to install plugin and I aligned with it fully because I saw this. When you start to install plugins, things get slower, things get complex, errors start to happen. This is not the purpose. And the claim is that you can do so much a lot by only understanding Vim. You don't really need the plugins. So first for the configuration file, in order for Vim to work as you want it to work to be powerful, Then you edit uh, the .vimrc, which is the configuration file of uh, Vim, and you insert uh, these three commands into the configuration file. First, set space no compatible. This means that we don't want to be compatible to the older uh, VI. Uh, Vim is a clone with additions of Billjoy's VI text editor program for Unix. Vim authors uh, Bram Mulner based it on the source code of a port of Stevie editor to the Amiga and released a version to the public in 1991. So you set the set no compatible, just write a set no compatible in VMRC and it would use the new features without, uh, it would disregard the old features of uh, VI. Then add the next line into the configuration, syntax enable. This would uh, allow you to have color coloring for syntax in Vim. Great for developers. Next, 
write file type plugin on. This is a plugin that comes with VIM bundled with it. So although we said that we don't want a Vim plugin, this is like a bundled plugin. It would identify file types. Next, we said that we want to solve the problem of uh, finding files. So in order to solve the problem of uh, finding files, we just want to load files from uh, within Vim. So we insert into the VMRC configuration set path plus equal star star. This would allow you to search subfolders and allow you to have tab completions. Next, we add the following line set wild menu. This would allow you to, when you try to auto complete searching for files, would allow you to press the tab and see all the matching files. This is only the configuration. Okay, just a few lines. Set now compatible, syntax enable, file type plugin on, set path plus equal star star to search in subfolders, set wild menu. This is it. You are ready to go for using VM as a helper tool. So now how do you find files with Vim instead of exiting it and then typing Vim file name? Very simple. When you are in Vim, just type the colon find and file name. For example, colon find book.java. Because we had in the configuration the set path plus equal star star, then it would search from the current directory into all sub directories, find this file and load it. Now, if you type colon find boo, prefix for book, and then tab, it would autocomplete and you could choose the file that you want. You could also add patterns, so you could do a colon find star oo star, so it would search for this pattern. And again, you could autocomplete it with tab. So next time you want to open another file from Vim instead of exiting and getting into it again with the file name, just type colon find and the file name. Great, right? We are beginning to see how Vim can serve us to smoothly load files. For example, if you were in Sublime or in Textpad or whatever, then in order to load file, you need to press like Control O or File Open and open the file, search for it. Here you just type colon find space, the file name, it would find it and load it. So let's say you have opened previously a few files and you want to navigate in between them. You want to go to the previous files, one of the previous files that you have opened. So just type colon ls. Colon ls will show you a list of the previously opened files and then you select them. Next, if you want to open a previously opened file, then just type colon b like from a buffer file from buffer and the file name. It would open the file from the history. So a colon find was actually finding the files in the file system and colon B and colon S is showing the files from the history that you previously opened. So we have finished dealing with files. Uh, this little thing would help you really much. And now we want to like navigate to method definitions to keyword definitions. So this is a huge thing for uh, programmers because in IntelliJ, as opposed to text editors, when you see a keyword, or a function name, then you can simply uh, hit Control B and it would go to its definition. But in Vim, how do you do this? So you need to have a program line C tags. In most cases, it's installed. And if not, you just type brew install C tags in uh, macOS. You type this in the home directory of your project. It would automatically tag or automatically tag all the files that you have there, all the keywords, it knows to identify keywords. And then when you're in Vim, you just hit control right square bracket and you jump 
to the definition or to the tag under the cursor. So if I'm calling a function named add book, my cursor is on it, and then I tap control right square bracket, then it would jump to its definition. And then if I'm in another definition, I hit again, control right square bracket, it would jump to its definition. In IntelliJ, you probably know this as control or command B. And then I can jump backward in the command hierarchy with the control T. Control T would go backward, okay? If I want to show all the potential locations, then I first type G and command, uh, command, uh, control right square bracket. Okay, G is a general uh, keyboard key that you type uh, before some other stuff that you type in VM in order to do a small change. So instead of uh, control right brackets to jump to the definition, you type first G, it would first show you all the potential uh, places and then you can jump. It's an alternation of the command. Next, uh, autocomplete. So we discussed how to find files. Uh, we discussed uh, um, how to jump to keywords and to tags. And now we discuss how to autocomplete. And I want to say this is based on a great talk uh, on YouTube, which uh, talks about VM without plugins. So if you want to see more context about this, search for this in YouTube. But I think I'm giving you a brief uh, summary. So in order to do autocomplete, which is another crazy important feature for developers, you type control N. And this, when you start typing like add book, add B, control N, it would show you all the options that you have. And this is it, okay? If you first type control X and then control N, it would show you only the completions from this file. It would limit the set of completions to be the set of completions available from uh, this file. If you ever found yourself like a new file and then you need the path of the file somehow, and then you go and find the file files uh, and copy it back, then in Vim, you can just hit Ctrl X, Ctrl F, and you could start typing the file name and you could immediately paste its file path. Okay, so with uh, very few shortcuts, even only control N, you could uh, find uh, completions for your current uh, keyword. And control N is like the next, find the next option and control P would find you the previous option. If you want more help about the completions, just type colon help ins dash completions. So at this point, I would like to wrap up. Uh, Vim is a very powerful uh, editor. I specifically like it better than Emacs, but I limit its usage to editing uh, files and not to try to impose on it software uh, development, okay? For that, we have ideas. However, as a plugin, to IntelliJ and Visual Studio Code, Vim is just excellent. And this is where the first place I want to recommend you to use it. And if you use it only there, then I think it would make your life just easier. Vim is not a simple tool to use, but with a few days and with a small note on the side of your desk with the very few important notes that you need to know and shortcuts, 
it would really make your life better. Second place we said we use uh, Vim is when we're SSHing into a different machine, so it's very good to know it because this would be like the main tool that is available to us to edit files. And the third place is a quick editor for programming uh, files. If I uh, edit an arbitrary text, I'm not sure I will use Vim. I will not probably use it, maybe in the future, but as of now, I think it will only waste my time. But if I want to edit a programming file, then yes. If I don't want to open this in TJ because this is something uh, temporal, some minimal change that I want to do, then we'll just open Vim, use the find command to find the file, use the control end to autocomplete, use the control uh, or command the right square brackets in order to jump to definitions, do my change and run the build from the command line. So I hope you enjoyed this. This was Vim specifically targeted for software developers. I think this was very interesting and I think you can gain from it a lot. Thank you for listening. I will see you next time.